everyone, and welcome to the Information Entropy Podcast, where we try to take some science, squish it into an hour-long show, hopefully making it less confusing than it was at the beginning. Today we're diving into the mysterious world of conspiracy theories, but hold on to your tinfoil hats, because we're going to approach it with a scientific twist that will hopefully have you questioning everything in a whole new light. You can follow us on any directory that you can find podcasts. Just look for Information Entropy Podcast. Give us a like rating. Anything you can, it helps us out absolutely massively. I'm Tom Jenks, joined as per usual by Mitchell Gatting. How are you, mate? Hello, I'm good. Good eve. Good day. Good morn. Depends where you are. All, all of the above. Yeah. Maybe we're recording this right behind you. Could be conspiracy theory. You don't know? Oh, who knows? Yeah, who knows? You think it's a podcast. It's just a live radio show. <laughs> this is actually a live stream coming from your basement. And if you don't have a basement, we're in your attic. And if you don't have an attic, we're in your core space. Whatever lie you need to tell yourself to make that true, just yeah. do it. To be honest, I think in a crawl space, you get some good... Uh, the acoustics would be dead enough to, to do some good recording. Yeah, probably. I'd imagine so. It might be a bit dusty. Oh, yeah, the like asthmatics just... of us. The, uh... Yes. My, my premium concern <laughs> with life. <laughs> True, but how dusty is that activity? <laughs> yeah, that's one of mine. I don't know, how many floors am I going to have to walk up? More than four? Sorry, I can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, it's inaccessible. Inaccessible to me, yeah. Yeah. Ableism. You know what, you know what I mean? No, that's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bit, so, bit of a stretch there, maybe. Yeah, um, conspiracy yeah, theories. Conspiracy um, theories is, is today's 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 uh, topic. It is. It's the go-to. Uh, I always you, uh, like this episode when we when when we do it. It's always funny. It's, it's been a while. It's it's always a good time. Yeah. It's been a while since we we've talked in depth about conspiracy theories. Did you tell the people where they can find us? Yes. Okay. Were, were you checking. here at the beginning of the episode? Uh, it, maybe it was me. Maybe it was someone else. You don't know. Right. I mean, you did come in a bit late. There uh, was I? like a second or two. Yeah, on my side. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe it's just that uh, we've got an AI. You just weren't listening, up. mate. You just gone. You just glazed <laughs> over. Just straight <laughs> up definitely... dissociating. Uh, dissociating, maybe. But I was definitely here listening. But maybe this is just uh, <laughs> AI Mitchell speaking maybe to this you. Is AI Mitchell. Because for those that don't know, we actually did uh, do. I don't know, maybe you can find it back back in one of the episodes of this series. There's a bit that it's just AI Mitchell, it's not me. We recorded yeah. because we've got hours. We have hours of uh, my voice by itself, fed it into one of those AI generators, and then just wrote a transcript for a little paragraph, and it's completely not me. So, um, yeah, if you find that, well done. If not, <laughs> if you can find that, good on you. Because Tom doesn't even know it exists. <laughs> no, you, you've shown it to me. Oh, yeah, no, you've I shown did, it to yeah. me outside of an episode. I yes. don't remember being in an episode. Oh, let's see. Easter eggs. Yeah. Scattered. Scattered like a story. Wow. That's some world building. Yeah, or I'm um, completely lying and it's, completely, it's a complete conspiracy theory. Okay. So, um, <laughs> before, before, before we, we head down this, yeah, why don't you just... <laughs> The way we normally do some do real world building, uh, re- real IRL, real world building. Um, news is what we normally do. Nice. Um, this is when we wrote. When I wrote it down, this was fresh off the plate. But now it's uh, it's, like it's ten days stale. Still pretty good in the in the science world. 
Uh, We talked about this before a while ago, and it's to do with the weight loss drug. Okay. Remember this? We we chatted about it. We we did did some talking about how uh, a weight loss drug that is an injection um, that is being used to treat obesity and diabetes uh, is... What is it called? Semaglutide? Methamphetamine. <laughs> Liraglutide? I think it's Liraglutide. Um, essentially, there were rumours that it it helped uh, with like drug addiction, but there was no real scientific study. It was just a bunch of people being like, yeah, no, I can see how that works. But they actually did a small clinical trial um, at the annual meeting of American Association of Advanced of, Advancement of Science uh, and that suggested a very close relative of the weight loss drug, uh, which is a Zempic, significantly lessened cravings for opioids in people with opioid use disorder. So that's someone that was a drug addict. So the drug called liraglutide mimics a hormone called GLP-1 that the body releases after people eat. Uh, that's, that's essentially... It's also uh, someone that I know takes it. And it's not just after, it's also during. Like, you will have a couple of mouthfuls and then essentially causes you to feel intentionally nauseic. Sick, essentially. Nauseous? So it's just nauseous, yeah. It makes you feel nauseous on, on purpose. And you can fight through it. It's just a, a fake one. It's not actually making you ill. But it's to stop you from overeating, essentially. But yeah. uh, to test whether it actually worked on opioid addiction, um, they gave drugs to volunteers being treated for opioid use disorder at the Karen Treatment Center in Warnersville, PA, which is Pennsylvania. Um there's only 20 people, so not massive sample size for those who are scientific out there, but 10 of whom slated receive uh, increased drug doses over, over 19 days. The, the remaining 10 people uh, received a placebo. So 10 on, 10 off. Um, the issue being with the trial is that higher doses of the drug makes you very can make you sick. Um, is they like the, yeah. Nauseous or like properly ill? Uh, not properly ill, just like you, you gastronomal symptoms, including nausea, like large. Oh, okay. Because that is a known side effect. You, you, your body has to get used to it over a large period of time before you can just like you know take it and it be fine. It's like any yeah. long term drug. Um, but still, the treatment began reducing opioid cravings at the lowest. The, at the lowest dose, it was shown to have effect on desire of opioids. Of a thirty percent reduction is what is the math that they did, um, that which is they did the maths and it essentially is the equivalent effect of being in the intensive treatment center for fourteen days just by them taking this drug. So the amount of money That's that pretty wild with, that it is inc- it's incredible um, because if they can like because because it's it's not it's not designed for the opioid. Reduct like reducing the the like the, the the need for the desire for opioids is currently for food. What I'm thinking is because they've got the the foundation here that proves that it works. There's something in it that proves that it works for opioids. It now can be changed, modified to stop the you know the gastrointestinal symptoms and to be pushed more into that area to help with um, addiction, any addiction. Yeah, I wonder why or. If it's specifically opioids, and if not, whether it's just the generic, like, 
uh, reward pathway system. Like your body's like, yay, mm. food, have some dopamine. <laughs> num um, num, food. And then obviously it does the same thing with, with drugs, right? So I wonder whether it's attacking that system mm. or um, or not. That's interesting. Yeah. It'd be very interesting to dive into that mechanism. Cool. Well, that's that'd be pretty. That also, that'd be amazing if there is a proper way to tackle it as well, mm-hmm. or whether just like the the nauseous side like, effects I'm not, I'm will not, just always be a thing. Like, I'm not saying that America should take responsibility and sort it out, but it, a lot of it was pushed from when they pushed the opioid painkillers, and that quite a massive issue across the world, and especially America. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I've watched but, uh, the documentaries. I know, I know. I know what they did. I know what you did, America. The entirety America. of America. Was, was a big, big farmer. Big farmer pushing uh, the the, the painkillers with bad science. That's what it was. All right. I'm, I'm unable to comment. So do you know, what? I'll just blindly believe you. Yeah. No. It was. To, it was to do with <laughs> when they they started releasing. And they were like, no, it's not addictive whatsoever and they essentially destroyed one town where they used it as a trial uh because people got addicted to it and they were like no 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 it's not addictive oh. it's not but this one they started bringing it in it's not addictive you can't get addicted you know nine out of ten dentists say that you can use this and it's fine <laughs> and then they pushed it to a lot of things <laughs> yeah that's it fair fair um Bad mojo, anyway, to whoever did it. But hopefully, big farmer, big farmer, big farmer. Hopefully, this is a uh, a step in the right direction for people who need it, especially if it can be transmitted to other uh, drug users as well. I don't think you should be using uh, transmitted and drug users together in the same sentence, Tom. Um. Well, you know, be safe if you're using. <laughs> just, just at least be safe about it. <laughs> um cool all right well that is some good good news i would say yeah um but this on a week... side tangent you know what yeah i'm gonna do it i'm, I'm, I'm doing a okay. first side tangent last week 10 minutes <clears> in <throat> we made it we t- we talked about <laughs> ang uh the avatar oh yeah and you decided and said, you're not going to watch I, it because they I made said, one character less misogynistic. I wasn't going to watch it because I didn't have time. Did a lot of traveling. I had the time. Uh, I watched hang it. Hang on. I think you said you're not going to watch it because they made soccer less of a man whore. Um, no, less of an arsehole. Uh, not an arse, uh, Not a man whore. Right. They made him less yeah. of an arsehole. Uh, and they did. Yes. So I, I, di- I didn't enjoy that aspect of his personality. One one of my biggest grievances with it, right, and it's one of my favourite bits of the Avatar, is the secret tunnel. What was wrong with the secret tunnel? They completely changed it. They completely be, changed a lot to, of it. Yeah, and it's they were, that, uh, that, that one bit, I was like, you've gone too far. Yeah, but at least like, they had the reference to it. They still had the song, they still I, had the hippie people, you know. Yeah, I've, okay, they skipped so I finished out like it. the All the right. whole canyon episode, right? But yeah, they still, yeah, like, that, reference now to it cave. in the background. Yeah, which is absolutely ridiculous. The amount of stuff they cut out, I was like, I, but that's I know just the song. Happen when you're going from twenty five episodes to six, right? 
if you look at the average, the hour ridge, Tom, yeah, it's very close together. There's not much of a change. Yeah, there's only eight episodes of the Avatar, but they are an hour long compared to the book episodes, the cartoons, which are like 20 minutes long. Mm. 20. Any road. Any road. 20 times 20. 400 minutes. Which is? Don't know. My brain can't figure that out. (laughs) Divided by 6. 400 divided by 60 is 6. Okay, so yeah, it's fair. I think it's close but, enough that they, they could have done it. Uh, but, you it know... Is, but it would have been very rushed. So I, I get why they did it the way they did. And I, I think they referenced... I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I really didn't. Um, I thought it was bad. Yeah. Which is really funny. Do you know Do you know when it, when there's, like, basis of storytelling and they're like, show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. And then in the start of this, it's like, it's really, really funny the juxtaposition of yeah, no, it's really dark and gritty and adult. And his, his like Ozai, and he's fucking, he's just immolated a guy with his bare hands, and the death's been on screen. And it's, and it's, you know, it's adult and it's gritty. And then it's like, goes to the water type, and they're doing the whole like, just like, this is the world, this is how it works. And we're not going to be assuming you're adult about watching it. We're literally going to just say, everything <laughs> like we're gonna explain everything to you word by word paragraph by paragraph we're even gonna have that one of the the women in the tribe do the intro to the cartoon <laughs> and be like there were four there were four nations and i was just like please don't please please use other yeah, but if you've never devices. been introduced to that world before yeah, but you got to assume you that you, no your watchers have on. some sort of semblance of a brain to work it out and do it in a much better manner than just typing. I, don't know. I saw that out. as a really nice, um, like throwback to the. Oh yeah, uh, no, that cartoon. that one specific reference, maybe that's a good throwback. But I mean, like the way that it was written was just like everything. Just assume that your watchers are dumb. Don't do any like. Here's a really good reveal or. We're gonna show this by do, by like showing people's actions rather than just yeah the fire people are bad cool <laughs> like just show them attacking some people do that do it in that manner not just fire people uh, it is what it is any road up I don't think it's oh, gonna yeah. get I had a very it. different experience watching it I loved it I thought it was really good so I would be hyped for a season two. I don't think they. I, I, I think return. you know what? Going to be a Netflix special. They're not going to have a season two. That's fair. I guess we'll see. I don't know what. The, I know that it's been fairly split, but I know that some people who've never seen Avatar really enjoyed it, and then, yeah, I think some people are very tied to the the cartoon, right? Um, and don't like change, which I can completely get if you really love like the source material, things like that. That that's fair. Um. But I, I think I just went in knowing it was going to be different, so I was happy for it to be different. Um, yeah, and I like like how they changed where it started and things like that. For me, it got added to my long list of uh, books, cartoons that they tried to make into a live action and completely sucked. <laughs> for me, it went into the bin with uh, Mortal Engines, uh, The Dark Tower, Death Note. 
Yeah, I think there was there was a third, but I can't remember it now. <laughs> fair. Fair, fair, fair. Well, for those of you who uh, came to the episode and have no idea what Avatar The Last Bender is, uh, do <laughs> oh, yeah. yourself a favour and check out the cartoon. Um, at least. Uh, especially if you're just yes. looking for something you don't really have to pay attention to. But um, I guess we'll move on to the topic at hand, which is conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah. Um, I actually have a fact this time. Oh, ten. Wow, ten, ten whole facts. Ten whole facts. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go with my one, and then you can just yeah, treat you, you us do. all yeah. to a, a slew of facts. Now, I th- in my head... Conspiracy theories were kind of like you'd have the odd person pre-COVID, and then COVID was this real kind of like breeding ground for just bleh-ness. Um I guess we'll come on to later why potentially that could, that could have been a thing, but um, in the other side of that, the actual scientific research into conspiracy theories and the psychology behind it and the so-so psychological reasoning behind people's motivation to believe them has also exploded so from january 2020 to february 2023 there have been more than sixteen thousand um peer-reviewed papers if you look for conspiratorial ideation conspiracy belief or conspiracy theory um which is kind of wild before that it was just not that high at all. And that comes from a paper that came out last year by Bose et al. Uh, I can always link to that on the social post that we put out. So if you want to go find that, you can. It was a really interesting paper. But um, yeah, just the actual like, research side of things that's gone into understanding why people may lean towards that kind of thing has also exploded. Um, which I guess kind of makes sense. In my head, conspiracy theories have exploded in recent years. So the research into them uh, following that trend as well mm. so what came first the research or the uh, the egg the research or the egg yes, yes. um <laughs> I, I don't know the research or the, the drawing yeah uh, yeah which yeah uh, i don't know i think i think it's less driven by conspiracy theories but more the global sense of things are bad and why are things bad and why is this like not hysteria but like a global conscience being a certain way yeah i think also our generation has kind of grown up being told that the world is in a shit state right <laughs> which also no, doesn't help been and then we kind of grow state. up we've and then we see it firsthand yeah things being in an absolute awful state that that once in a lifetime occurrence of the recession happening or like, this is a one once in a lifetime event turned into an event that happened every three to four years. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Pretty sad. Yeah, and people like because I I was watching the the news. It was on the TV. I I went away for work. It's the only time I ever watch TV is when I go away for work and I'm sat in a hotel room. But it was like um an investigation something was published about like the mental health of different ages and like the mental health of like 16 to 25 year olds is the worst it's ever been uh, and here's the graph to prove it but it's just like it's a massive spike from when either like 16 to like 30 ish 
And I was yeah. like, yeah, because it's all the young people that have had to deal with all the all the, the crap that's come through, like COVID, recession, all the other stuff, wars, like housing crisis, no, like can't afford a house, that kind of stuff, all just yeah compiling. Uh, and I think which, that the reason why, like, because it's not to say the other age ranges didn't go through that, right? But I think 16 to 30, you're also just trying to figure life out at the same time, right? It's a hard age range anyway. Um, yeah. So adding those things onto the mix is, I think, especially what makes it very challenging. Um, but I, I was speaking to some professors the other day about, you know, do they see a, a difference in people who missed out on years of university due to COVID, especially those first, their first years. So people who went into straight into year three, I guess. Um, and they were like, yeah, they see an absolutely massive difference, even to people who just, you know, missed out years two and three or um, the, cause up, up here in Scotland, it's minimum four years, I think. Yeah. Um, so, and some people do five. So yeah. And they, they see this, they, they see an absolutely massive difference. And I guess it makes sense, right? I mean, a year or two years away from somewhere where you're only there for three or four years anyway is really going to change about how you how you adapt to that and it's a very mm. long time especially when you're what 20 10 percent of your life spent locked away yeah I yeah think, uh, my final year was locked away as you put it yeah mr centurion over here so 100 yeah. days you went without seeing anyone oh rough time well, I, I saw i saw people I saw the the naked man. Have we told you the story of the, of the naked man? <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For those, for those that don't know, uh, obviously, at the point, I think it was like the hottest summer that we had in like recent history. Was mid COVID? Was the no start the start of COVID? Uh, the well, first sorry, like yes, 100, 100, 100, 150 days was like peak summer. So I went walked to the shops because we were, we were I was still allowed to walk to the shops at that point walked a little down the road walked back uh and where i lived was quite close to uni but there were like flats on the ground floor flats and this geezer was obviously like it's too hot i'm gonna go lie down i'm gonna get naked but then left the french the french windows open uh. <laughs> which went onto the main road i didn't pull like anything across he just like rocking out his cock out just sat there lying just to say lying on there, lying there I was like, oh, well, you got to do what you got to do. I, I, it, it's hot. It is hot. Um, I, was I miss the days of being too hot. <laughs> what does that feel like? All the time. Yeah. yeah. I miss the days of being dry. They're obviously down here in Plymouth. Just, you can't go anywhere without a coat. Oh, really? It's pretty, it's pretty all right up here. Just, um, just windy as all hell. Oh, it's still just but rainy. St. Andrews in a nutshell, I think. Yeah. Wind. 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 So some facts. Oh, my facts. Oh, yes. facts. They're just kind of like groups. Maybe like a group of hit. Maybe hit some examples of some conspiracy theories. Um, moon landing. The hoax. Yeah. There's the the government. The U.S. government staged the 1969 moon landing, citing anomalies in photos and videos. Further perpetuated by pop culture references, where there's like. Is a a moon landing stage or film area 
but it constantly gets referenced which i'm sure did not help not feed into the hysteria no i don't i uh i don't know it it's weird to think that that was a, a thing I, I i kind of understand like where why people might fall to that one because like, we went to the moon so we must have had the technology to fake it right um, but maybe just going to the moon was just a lot simpler than <laughs> than you think yeah. in terms of, okay, very intense calculations and preparation and all of that, but energy-wise, we just didn't have the... Uh... So my theory is that because it was the race of the Russians is that the Americans didn't actually go to the moon at that specific time, but they went, but it was just later. I don't know, mate. Uh, I think that's wild. <laughs> we don't we don't mean what do you mean we don't mean like, like because that, 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 that that sounds like it's in their ballpark or something they, they wanted to do because they couldn't lose faith because at that at that period of time in history they, it was sort of like we cannot lose face to the russians blah, blah 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 that somebody would be low enough to think about doing that i mean i'm sure maybe someone was low enough to think about doing it but Oh, I just don't think it happened. Like the the problem is with conspiracy theories about this, the the like on this scale that involves so many people, that it would it would have come out at some point, like concretely, and it just hasn't. Mm-mm. Don't know about that. Like the amount of people it would take to lie consistently about that, and none of them slip up. No, not a chance. Well, they could have, they could have just like done it all to the point of going, and then right at the last minute, been like, actually, you no, know, we failed, but then we're going to record it. Right, but then you still have all of the people in like Mitchell control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All what I'm the- saying is, they 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 got to that stage, went into space. Not I say went into space, fired the rocket up, it failed, but they just like at that point, it's easier to lie to a smaller group of people in a room. To say like it didn't work but we're gonna just show them that it did and here's some recording because the recording of the moon isn't going to be till months later so as far as they know it went successfully but then what do you mean the recording of the moon wouldn't be till later plus where's that rocket going if it failed that's what i mean like what happened no one knows so i'm (laughs) what i'm saying is they, they could have faked it later down the line after the rocket was in the air, or then because so it, okay. they literally Multiple showed stages. it live on TV. So it couldn't, yeah. they couldn't have done it months down the road, like you said. No, no, no. I'm saying is the rocket went up, but didn't get to the moon. Yeah. Right. So it just it just it just it just went off into space. Right. Right. They they fired an empty rocket into space, then faked the moon landing itself. To say to prove to the Russians that we got there first. I don't know, mate. I and then later down the line, power. later down the line, when they actually managed to do it, is that's when they put like the flag down and you know got the rocks and all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying, Tom, you're very dismissive of conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, no fucking shit. <laughs> oh, I just dude, think the amount man. of hoops you have to jump through before that becomes a reality is absolutely wild. Well, okay. The way that, the way that I'm coming from this is like, if you're a product manager from like a, a tech company, you can fake a lot of like things to a potential customer and then do it down the line. 
So they, they, I'm just thinking, like, could they have done that with? Yeah, I get what you're thinking. I just, I just don't think that would have happened. The amount of scientists who would have been on that project and found out about that and then felt completely and utterly, um, you know, morally, ethically hard done by to not have that come out. No. Are you trying it. to tell me that the the scientific community and their morals were of the utmost outstanding in the seventies? Because I yeah. have got many, this is 100%. many evidence, many, many. Like I'm not saying morals <laughs> in terms of are they not experimenting on animals, <laughs> but I mean morals in terms of like until um, fairly recently, the standard of publishing papers is you know it's still all completely built on peer reviews and people being honest. So yes, I would say at least that part. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another good one, chemtrails. Love a good oh, chemtrail. Yeah, we love those. Yeah. Love a good chemtrail. Um, the JFK assassination. Yeah. Was he really shot? Think... Yeah. Yes. Did he really die? There's uh, another one. Right. No, it was. Is this uh, where you're going to come out as someone who uh, <laughs> believes he's about to be resurrected and save us? <laughs> no, no. That uh, <laughs> no, wasn't just one group. That was like more than one gunman, or there was a, a group behind it, not just one person shooting him. Uh, Alien yeah. scenario fifty-one. That's always a, a wonderful. It's always a juicy one. Always a juicy one. Uh, flat Earth Stupid. is what is one that exists. Um, I don't know if that's Illumina- like still classed as conspiracy or just fucking dumb at this point. Uh, do you know what I really enjoyed is watching the documentary on the guy that really <laughs> believes it did the science experiments with the, the slits to, to, yeah. be, to prove that the world was flat, and then immediately proved himself wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> proved that the Earth was not. He's <laughs> like, yeah, are you funny. are you standing up right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> something must be wrong with the camera. <laughs> I don't uh, think it is, mate. <laughs> but I, I think, again, it's one of those things when you're so far down that hole, you've told yourself so many lies to get mm-hmm. there that one more just isn't, you know, will, will keep you in that world of safety that you've built for yourself. Yeah, funny. The last one, which is always... I, it makes me sad because it comes from a some bad science and someone trying to push something is vaccines and autism. Yeah, yeah, that one is unfortunate. And I don't know whether that struggles the line of conspiracy theory because it's not like they believe in some sinister plot. It's just they are completely misinformed, right? And that misinformation has been perpetuated for years. Yeah, it was pushed by some bad science. Um, Yeah, and then then people people take it and, and run with it, right? Yeah. So I guess there is some conspiratorial ideologies behind it. But I think a lot of people in that realm, I would just put in the dumb cat. No, I'm joking. Put in the, misinf- <laughs> put in the misinformed category, you know. Um, I can't say things like that, Tom. You don't team me up. Just, they catch me. They catch me out, mate. They catch me out. Oh, dear. <laughs> Effing <All right>. dumbasses. <laughs> Fuck it, Al. 
Um, uh, I thought I'd quickly define, you know, at the beginning of the episode, he says, what even is it? Um, so a conspiracy theory is an explanation or event or situation that asserts the existence of a conspiracy by a powerful and or sinister groups, often political in motivation, when other explanations are more probable. You know, Occam's razor is your friend here. Um, that being the simplest explanation is often the more correct one. Um, for example, have we been visited by aliens or hundreds of thousands, like thousands of people lying about the fact that we have and keeping it secret? Probably we just haven't been visited by it yet. Um, the term generally has a negative connotation, implying that the appeal of a conspiracy theory is based in prejudice, emotional conviction or insufficient evidence normally that last one um, is definitely a part to play a conspiracy theory is distinct from a conspiracy itself um, which refers to a hypothesized conspiracy with specific characteristics including but not limited to the opposition to the mainstream consensus among those who are qualified to evaluate its accuracy such as scientists or historians now one of my favorite conspiracy theories um, is about like you know who built the pyramids and then you just have the history guy channel going aliens right um yeah yeah but you know he would be disregarding historians you know and our current knowledge of how things worked back then and that doesn't mean that these things aren't up for change right i think a lot of people in when they're touting their conspiracy theories are like yeah well you know, a few years ago, we thought this, and that proved to being wrong. It's like, yeah, well, that's just science. Science moves. It changes. We're open to that. Um, We've seen what they're doing to the pyramids, not to take you off track. No. Uh, they... Painting them. Not painting them. <laughs> they're getting uh, rock and trying to recreate what it would have looked like with the granite on the outside. Oh, that's cool. So, so essentially, that it, it is it is cool to you and me, but apparently there's like a big archaeological precedent where you don't do that. Oh, um, they're actually doing it to the actual pyramids. Yeah, no, it's the actual pyramids of Giza like, oh. themselves. Oh, I <laughs> thought not, you meant just, they were just kind of like... No, 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 no they're, they're, they're essentially like. like plating the pyramids. Oh. Yeah, see, I don't think that should be done. I mean, you can if you look at them... Uh, at least uh, one of them still has like the plating ish around the top, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Renovation. Just... It's the renovate. Yeah, renovation of the pyramids. They're essentially yeah. There's just loads of. That's interesting. Yeah, it's like they dug down and then put like start from the bottom and then they're like building up. Okay. Yeah, which is. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I feel good about that. No, yeah, neither do a lot of uh, of people. No, I, do you know what? I am waiting for the um, what do you call it? The museum in Egypt to open. Um, it's been like ten years in the making. World's largest collection of uh, ancient Egyptian historical artifacts. Oh, it's just going to be such a good time. Next year. Whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah nice. um just the nerd hello um conspiracy theories are generally designed to resist falsification 
either by evidence against them or lack of evidence for them. They are reinforced normally by circular reasoning. Both evidence against the conspiracy and absence of evidence for it are misinterpreted as evidence for its truth. One ideology that I always like to refer to when falsification is brought up is Last Thursdayism. People who believe in Last Thursdayism uh, believe that everything in the entire universe, plus your memories, were created last Thursday. Right. So, because they believe that everything in existence and your memories were created last Thursday, there's no way that you can possibly prove to them that that wasn't the case. Yeah, you can't prove the it's, it's, it's unfalsifiable. Yeah. Um, so that's how they get around that. Um, honestly, Every time I think about that, it just gives me a little bit of joy because I just have no idea how people arrived there or whether anyone actually believes <laughs> where, it or they just kind of believe it from? Yeah, for the sake of it, you know? For the sake of it. Um, yeah, so there's another but, one which is like, it's like that. It's like people just believe it for the sake of it. I was going to say pastafarianism. Uh, didn't that start as a joke yes that, that, a guy wanted to wear a colander on his head for a passport photo but they didn't yeah. believe it was an actual religion so then he had to get a thousand followers <laughs> and yeah. then now it's an actual recognized right, religion, right, so right? The consensus form yeah uh jedi i think is a yeah the consensus one. technically these days yeah um historically conspiracy theories have been closely linked to prejudice propaganda which hunts wars and genocides and they are often strongly believed by the perpetrators of terrorist attacks and were subsequently used as justification by individuals as well as governments such as nazi germany and the soviet U union aids denialism by the government in south africa motivated by conspiracy theories cause an estimated 330,000 deaths from aids um, and then, of course, more recently, you have things like QAnon and denialism about the 2020 United States presidential election, leading to stuff like January 6th, capital attack. And, um, yeah, there was a conspiracy theory about the GMO foods in Zambia that so because the, they were experiencing, I think, a drought at the time, or it was really hard for them to, to grow crops, they introduced GMO foods that were better suited to grow in the current climate that they had. Um, unfortunately, lots of conspiracy theories about what was in the food spread, and so people, during a famine, rejected food aid, and uh, three million people were estimated to be suffering from extreme hunger uh, at that time. Um, there's a really interesting paper by Ted Goetzel. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It was 2010. It's called Conspiracy Theories in Science. Um, and it goes over some really interesting like impacts about uh, stuff like uh, Zambia and QAnon. Well, not QAnon, sorry. That was much later. But AIDS denialism and um, that. Yeah, really interesting paper. I, w I would recommend if people are interested. Yeah, the QAnon it's the anonymous isn't it uh two two things about that first thing there was a, a documentary and they, they talked to someone in plymouth and we were like oh no oh. <laughs> don't line <laughs> us up on the main stage we don't want this um and it was because the one of the people that was part of that group um <laughs> very yeah just 
shot people, didn't they? It's awful. Yeah, in Plymouth. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I yeah. That was. There was. I didn't know there was that link there. Yeah, that was. That was the link. That, that was. I, that I was, knew that of the shooting, the but I didn't know of the link. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was the, also, uh, a woman founded it, and then it uh, as like a satirical thing, and then it got taken over by these people that thought it was like legit. Yeah, crazy, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Um, I just want to tell people who are unaware what QAnon is, what what they actually believe. I'm trying to find. Isn't it that there is a secret ring? of powerful people in the American politics who are lizards and pedophiles trying to sacrifice babies to the devil or something. You know what? You know what? I've, I've got two things mixed up there. Not QAnon. I'm talking about incels. Um, <laughs> I heard QAnon and incels and I went, no, they're the same. No, they're not. They're different. I was talking about in- just everything that I just said about QAnon to replace with incels. Oh, aren't incels just like guys who, I don't know, would pay for sexually explicit material online? No. Bit too fangirly. No, no, no. no. It goes, it's, uh, you could describe it as like far on that spectrum, but like into the danger zone. Like like um, Andrew Tate. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like toxic Um, masculinity. That like perpetuating stereotypes that aren't real and like just awful things. Yeah, that that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, so dictionarily, um, incel is a member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually, typically associated with the views that are hostile towards women and men who are sexually active. So, yeah. That was the guy that shot some people in Plymouth. Was a incel group. I see. Yeah, so QAnon is a far-reaching and unfounded conspiracy theory that claims that a secret cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles is running a global sex trafficking ring and plotting against former US President Donald Trump, who is seen by his followers as the world's only hope to defeat this evil team. The origins go back to October 2017, when an anonymous user named Q began posting cryptic messages on 4chan, which is, if those who don't know, it's like the cesspit of the internet. It's like an internet forum that is every, everything's posted there is anonymous and it's just bad. Um, if you like, go back and listen to our episode on cyber identity, right? We did a bit on that. Yes. Um, we, we spoke about anonymity online and all of the bad things that you could be are just concentrated into one single website. Like, just, just don't go there. I'm pretty sure you end up on someone's list, some government list. If you yeah, no, go that, to that's 4chan. the case. If you, if you go there, you <laughs> you're, you're on a watch list for a while. You automatically get put on a watch list because what normal individual would go? <laughs> if anyone go, if I want to use it and they're listening, we're only like ragging on it because it's the extremity. Like the, the to put to put some to context and why it being completely anonymous and reddit comes into this as well is the the boston marathon bomber when that event happened people on those forums thought they found the individual that perpetrated it got a group of like ten thousand people to also claim the same thing think that the evidence that they found just via online from across the half around the world was correct and then the individual who was unfortunate enough to be the in the 
actually line of sight for this, who they claimed got shot by the police. Oh. Because it got to the police and then police then started believing it and was just like, well, you know, we've been presenting evidence from these 10,000 people and then when, like, so it's, it's the worst of the worst comes out of these forums. Yeah. There's a, but there's a cool subreddit called um, iBleach and it's when you, when you're really sad or you've just seen something horrific, you go on it to wash your eyes out with pictures of really cute animals. Okay. So it's just like cute cats and dogs and you can just scroll through it. It's great. Oh, see, I th- okay, that is cute. See, I typed it in. I was like, oh, this just sounds like it's going to be the opposite. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point of it. It's just, you should be like, obviously, we're like, oh, this is going to be awful. It's going to have to be something that I'm going to have to reach my eyes and it's like, actually, no, it's just cute animals. Uh, there's three turkeys playing football. Yeah. Gobble, gobble. All right. <laughs> Gobble, gobble. <laughs> right, <laughs> let's move on from that as quickly as we possibly can. Um, bloody hell. Right, so um, I've got some types of conspiracy theories. It's uh, it's quite it's quite quick. There are a few different models, and psycholo- well, psychologists have de- developed a few different, uh, let's say, frameworks on ways to classify conspiracy theories. Love um, a good framework. Hit it on me. One of them is Rothbard's shallow versus deep. Uh, Murray Rothbard argues in favour of the model that contrasts deep conspiracy theories to shallow ones. A shallow theorist observes an event and asks, um, bueno? who benefits? I don't know why that's not in English, but uh, maybe he he wasn't English. Um, so basically they jump to the conclusion that a posited beneficiary is responsible for covertly influencing the events uh, they just immediately do that upon viewing um something i guess their mind just kind of wanders there but they may like pursue that somewhat whereas a, a deep conspiracy theorist begins with a hunch and then seeks out evidence however <laughs> the evidence that they they latch on to is information that assault uh, supports their initial paranoia rather than simply looking at all the evidence and yeah it's like um googling for something yeah you're gonna you're gonna find the answer and it's gonna be your bias because that's how the algorithm works and often the times we google things like w- we ask google in a way that will um return results that hit the keywords that we've put in Yes. For example, is QAnon really happening? You probably get an article that says QAnon, it's really happening, you know, and then, then you end up reading that, and you don't get the other side of the coin. Yeah, we are and then all subject like, to um... this, right? It actually takes a lot of rewiring and learning to Google properly. Let's say, um, yes, googling to... properly is is I I think that if if you if you're a good Googler, you should put it on your you should definitely put it on your CV because. I've seen like boomers try and Google and be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, how? Why? Why are you like put put it in put it in like the speech box? Put it in speech box. Oh, you don't want that? Put a minus in front of it. Like you're trying to search a specific website. Yeah, you can do that. Just put this this link and then this link. Like, just don't. Also, with, with yeah. like you said, you have to like ment- you have to take the time to mentally unwire yourself. Um, you. Like the the algorithm that is underlying it, you have to like not be, be 
eat it out of the algorithm, but you essentially have to go through and like try and reset things. Like for example, with like TikTok, if you like or accidentally like leave your screen open and go away somewhere else. Oh, I do this and, all the and, time. And one video of like, for example, a, a new hobby like climbing is that it's not your thing where you've just left it open on it's like a bouldering video if you leave it and it's just like it just assumes that you've watched it and you're like oh he must love bouldering now so yeah that like, happened to me every video <laughs> uh, i left a video of warhammer on by accident and then when i came back instead of closing it properly i liked it um oh, and then i no. unliked it but because i had interacted with it <laughs> yeah. i left it on for a few loops um half the videos i get now are painting warhammer i don't own any warhammer it's not to say I won't in the future, but now, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so, quick. so it's, it's, it's a, the algorithm is a wily thing. Last time, I remember the last time we talked about this, I went into deep about the, um, so the algorithm, it's an article. It's like the algorithm that hates you. And it was all to do oh, with. Oh, yes. Oh, when the algorithm the, uh, thinks you want to die. Yes. Um, which, I know that thankfully is quite far in the past now, and the algorithm's got changed. This, this is, I say, quite far in the past. It's only 2019. It's only five years ago. Uh, but it essentially don't, was. Don't say that so nonchalantly. <laughs> oh, it's 2019. Was, it was only no, five years ago. That's gross. That by you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's all to do with um, Instagram and social media algorithms. Uh, posting you more, and sending you things, with, yeah, right. feeding you even doesn't matter what it is, just feeding you more of it. In turn, and essentially, it got banned, and there was like some severe policies put in place to do with social networking sites because young children, like say old children, young adults who had access to Instagram, essentially were being fed like images saying like kill yourself like that is uh, like it, it and i remember this this one did an investigation into it and i think it's like they liked a few like edgy lyrics some like some edgy photos that kind of thing and then within like five or six uh posts it like it just went off like and completely became unhinged and was just like yeah kill yourself like and it just like posts about people just yeah Thankfully, that's that's improved a lot, but back in time. But it's just an example of you need to be aware that the the the, the images that are being sent to you, it's not random, and no. millions and millions and millions of pounds are invested like every month to try and work out how to get certain topics and content onto your devices so that you will like watch them. That's what social media is. Yeah. I knew, like, when we were growing up, right, there was certainly, like, a emo culture. Everyone went through their emo phase, right? If we had social... Just I know we had... <laughs> uh, maybe phase is an incorrect word to use there. Um, that's very stereotypical. Uh, <laughs> boomer of me. But, you know... Um, if we had social media at the same capacity that it was now, back then... Oh, we would have all been stressy and depressy. I mean, a lot stressy of us were anyway. But yeah, we were, like, but not not as much. Even more so. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the second framework on conspiracy theories <laughs> trying to steer us back here. Yeah, that comes from Michael Barkin. 
And he had three types. Well, he introduced three types, which have mm. been somewhat accepted by a range of psychologists. Uh, you have event conspiracy theories, which refers to limited and well-defined events, such as, um, as Mitch mentioned earlier, the Kennedy assassination, uh, 9-11 even can be put under this. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. I know that's a meme, but... <laughs> Some doesn't know it's not, not, it's it not a meme that is a scientific fact it's a scientific fact um systemic conspiracy theories uh these are believed to have broad goals usually conceived as securing a control of a country a region or even the entire world the goals mm. are normally sweeping whilst the conspiratorial machinery is generally simple i.e that a single evil organization implements a plan to infiltrate and subvert existing institution uh, this is a common scenario in conspiracy theories that focus on the alleged um, machinations of Ooh, uh, the Jewish people, um, Freemasons, communism, uh, or even the Catholic Church. And then the last type here is super conspiracy theories. So as such theories link multiple alleged conspiracies together hierarchically. So at the summit is a distant but all-powerful evil force. And, QAnon. Um, mm -hmm. Exactly. You have some examples here like QAnon, um, the ideas of uh, David Eek and Milton William Cooper are here as well. And they, I believe, were, I think, the Boston perpetrators. Or I'm just going to quickly Google who they were because I think I had it written down uh david ick is a conspiracy theorist and former footballer and sports broadcaster yeah he's sports broadcaster yeah written over 20 books published since the mid 90s and uh i think it's just a bit of a tid yeah yes, you know what? the reptilian been... agenda i think his was um, <laughs> he pouted mm. the idea of uh, the queen and everyone else just being a bunch of reptiles Reptile overlords. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, his, his name literally Ick? Uh, yeah, I-C-K-E. Oh, the biggest he, ick. he gives off the Ick. You know, you know what yeah. I'm saying? He believes in an interdimensional race of reptilian beings called the Archons that have hijacked Earth and are stopping humanity from realising its true potential. Do you know who's, who's stopping me from realising my true potential? Who's that? Conserves. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, we've got about five minutes left. Uh, have you got a topic How that you'd like flow, to uh, um, tell us about? I was going to say, I was on the theory of running this line of conspiracy theories that actually turn out to be true. Well, should okay. we feed into them? I think this is like, we've said the, like, the realm of conspiracy theories, very vast very varied, often dismissed as musings of the paranoid or the fabrications of the imaginative. However, history has shown actually some of these theories are true, which I hate to say it also feeds into people believing in them a bit more. Uh, it does. First, I, I think to say that the conspiracy theories which were true, you first have to identify them why they were conspiracy theories rather than just theories. Yeah. But yes, go, go, go for it. Okay, the first one, MK Ultra. Oh, yeah. Yeah, during okay. the Cold War, in a bid to counter Soviet brainwashing techniques, the CIA launched 
project MK Ultra, uh, which experimented with mind control on unwitting Canadian and American citizens. The project, including dousing, dosing, sorry, dousing, they're not like looking for water, dosing subjects with LSD and other substances, sometimes resulting in interrogation and torture. The extent of MK Ultra came into light in the 1970s, although many documents were destroyed, leaving full counts elusive. So not, nobody got pinged for that. No, no pretty wild, pretty wild things came out of that as well. I mean, around the same time, they, they were using the same drugs on dolphins and things as well. Um, so yeah, I guess hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Tusk, is it Tuskegee syphilis experiment? So, uh, this is this is a sad one. So in, in nineteen thirty two. The U.S. Public Health Service, in collaboration with the Tuskegee Institute, involved deceiving nearly 400 African-American men diagnosed with syphilis into believing they were receiving treatment, when in fact they were not. The experiment aimed to study the progression of the disease and continued for 40 years until public exposure led to its termination. Yeah. You know, you were saying, like, you know, all scientists are really tip-top. (laughs) <laughs> in the in the seventies, they were like, and they would, they definitely wouldn't stage the moon landing because they're all of the highest esteem. Um, in so their all... results, they are. I didn't say they. That's why I, I wasn't saying that they were good people. But mm-hmm. in their results, it does rely on uh, looking out for each other and stuff like that. So yeah, I think even having done awful things, someone would try and get their results out because they. They've done it. Oh, I but they also yeah, probably yeah. don't perceive them to be all four things because yeah, some people are absolute turds. Some people, some people are the, for the greater good kind of kind of kind of peeps. Yeah. Um, what else we got? The Dalai Lama and the CIA. That was a big conspiracy theory for a long time, uh, and it was actually thrilled through declassified documents that the Dalai Lama received funding from the CIA during the 1960s as part of the agency's effort to support the Tibetan resistance against China. Oh, well, I'm not upset about that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not all conspiracy theories are bad from our standpoint. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Oh, big. So there's, there's, there's two more. Big tobacco and cancer. Tobacco companies were were aware of the harmful effect on smoking, including it's linked to cancer, but chose to suppress this information from the public. It wasn't until the 1990s that the largest cigarette maker at the time, uh, Philip Morris, acknowledged that smoking could cause cancer. Um it's the same with like. Is it really only the 1990s where that was yeah, acknowledged? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think like you remember like shows like Ashes to Ashes? No. With like, you haven't seen Ashes to Ashes? No, I'm gonna Google it now. It's the the cop show where they go into a coma, but they actually go back in time. Oh yeah, that was bloody. That was great. Yeah, Ashes to Ashes is absolutely absolutely phenomenal. Fire up the quattro. Um That's where that comes from. <laughs> if you didn't know. Oh. Full, full of David Bowie and great music of the time. But they were all smoking because that's the time where they didn't realise that it causes cancer. And I think there's a, there's a scene where, where he goes back. Sergeant D.I. No, D.I. Blake. What's, what's his name? Um, uh, Sam was, Tyler. Oh, Sam Tyler. D.I. Alex Drake. Yeah, D.I. Alex Drake is the second one, which is Life on Mars. Um... Oh, see, that's the one I've seen. I don't think I saw Ashes to Ashes. 
Uh, they've got that the wrong way around, haven't they? Uh, Ashes to Ashes, 2008-2010. I think Life on Mars TV show? Yes, that's the one I've seen. 2006 yeah. and 2007. So one's a, the bloke, one's the one's Tyler, one's Blake. Alex yes. Blake, she... Drake. I think Drake. Uh, she like investigates a little bit and then, then goes back into it. But in Life on Mars, weirdly they're both... Bowie, his songs... Um, they're all smoking and he's like, it causes cancer. And they're like, nah, it says it's healthy. Like my doctor says, you know, a packet a day is good for you. Um, and he's like, you're off your rocker because it was that, it was that time. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing that grinds my gears is um, the whole carbon footprint. That. Yeah. Really I, I don't know whether that's a conspiracy theory or just a straight up fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, Straight up, like, and trying to argue with people I mean, that don't know just it's infuriates not, me more. Where it's just like, uh, yeah, but what about your footprint? I'm like, there are 100 companies that exist in the world that contribute to 75% of global emissions. I am not going to feel bad about getting on a plane like, once a I, year. In, in a way, I get it, right? Because, like, it's everyone has, and everything you do has a carbon footprint. That's not a lie, right? You can calculate it. You can work it out. It's mathematically there. And if millions of people were all very conscious about it, it would have an effect. Yeah, you'd be, try, you'd be reducing the 75%. No, 25%. Yes, There's still 75% the, of the global the emissions are being pumped into the environment by things that are out of our control. And Taylor Swift. Because <laughs> the one that she uses the plane... Is an actual meme. Yeah, girl got a sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Right, on that note, we can end. <laughs> girl got a girl sleigh. got a sleigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I did have an offer to go to the Taylor Swift concert, and I, I turned that down. Did you not? What like tickets paid for and all that jazz? Or were you oh no, I would have had to pay for it. But... Oh, I was going to say, okay, that, that would be very uh, charitable. The person that was offering that. Oh, the oh, tickets yeah, like no. 300 quid or something. No, not if you get them actually, you know, first round. Oh, first round tickets. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's making her way up here later in the year. I think like November. Yeah. I don't know. I need to look after yeah. the dog. <laughs> it was out washing, it was like washing your hair, excuse. Yeah, yeah sorry. Looking right. look uh, after the dog. Look after uh, the dog. You go. Um. <laughs> Right, cool. We are over the hour then. I guess that will bring us to a wrap. Um, thanks for listening. We kind of went off on a very few tangents there. So mm-hmm. if you're still with us, thank you very much for making it this far. Uh, don't forget to share this with your friends, families, co-workers. At this point, we'll take anyone who, can li- who will listen. Uh, if you want more uh, information, fun, science, you can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, at InfoEntropyPod, Instagram, which is InformationEntropyPod, and of course, whichever directory you're listening to this on right now, give us a like, rating, follow, whatever. You know, you don't even have to share this with anyone. Just copy the link and it thinks you've done it. Yeah, it's easy breezy. Just like, you know, sus, easy breezy. Easy breezy. Cool. I don't, Anything, I don't think anybody, uh... anybody's ever called me easy breezy in my life, to be honest. Um No. Yeah, so Mitchell. Just, yeah, he's, he's, just, he's, just bit, he's just he's just chill, you know. He's just 
easy going, shit, you know? Easy going. Just doesn't yeah. overthink or overanalyze anything. Wow. Just... Mm, calling me out. <laughs> calling me out at the end of the episode. Oh, okay. Oh. Brutal. Brutal. You called yourself out at the beginning of the episode with your rant about uh, Avatar. <laughs> right Tom there's not many things I enjoy in life and my niche interests (laughs) cartoons from my childhood are one of them (laughs) don't people ruin it (laughs) (laughs) oh my lord right with that we will end it and we'll catch you guys next week peace ciao for now